Hi there, this is Sage Faulkner, and this is the Chama Peak Land Alliance Farm and Ranch Podcast. These are previously aired live recordings from the Farm and Ranch radio show on 96.1 FM KXJR. We appreciate the opportunity to share these recordings with you, and if you have questions, you can always reach me, sage at chamapeak.org. There may be old or outdated announcements throughout the show. Please disregard. Thank you again for making time to listen. Our website is www.chamapeak.org. Thanks to CPLA, KXJR, and the many members and guests who have contributed to this podcast. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. excited that you guys are making time to listen in and we've got a great guest this morning a, a local name that everybody knows and appreciates um, we're going to visit a little bit about the family business with jessica casados of c4 farms grass-fed beef and c4 enterprises good morning jessica good morning thank you so much for making time to join us today um, i know you guys are incredibly busy and so we're, we're really appreciative that you're coming in to visit with us um, so as always we'll run through the disclaimers on the show the opinions that of the show and the things that we talk about are not necessarily the opinions of those of kxjr 96.1 radio or even chama peak land alliance um, we are always fair and always honest and agriculture takes many different perspectives and we appreciate all of those perspectives and we're always respectful here and again we're just really glad to have you here to visit with us jessica um, let's visit a little bit about you and the background and c4 farms well first off thank you for having me um I appreciate you guys giving us this time to share our story and how we do things. Um, I like how you started off that we appreciate the different ways because in ranching and farming, there are so many different ways. And it doesn't mean one person's correct and one's not. There's just different ways to do it. You use what you have and make the best of what you can. Um, So a little bit of background for us. We are Tommy Casados and myself, which is my husband. We started C4 Farms about 10 years ago. And we started with a handful of cattle and we wanted to make our own living being our own bosses. So we started, we, Tommy figured out, well, how can I afford having a business and a family and still be able to eat good? So he is um, fourth generation cattleman, seventh generation farmer, I believe. Um, So he did grow up on the farm and has a lot more experience than I do. Um, Tommy does have a degree in range, and so he was working for um, the government before, and once we took the plunge, that's when we started with our cattle operation. And like I said, we started just with a handful of cattle, and we tried to see um, how it would work for direct-to-consumer. Um, we do our retail cuts direct-to-consumer, and we have a website, and that is our front base right now, our storefront. Um, and what we do is for locals from all the Chamo Valley area, um, so some, we do have a, custo- a couple of customers all the way from Dulce and then down south all the way from Albuquerque to Belen, we do have customers. And we deliver our products directly to consumer. Um, so about 10 years ago, uh, we started, like I said, with a handful. And to date, today, this year, we have about 100 head that we'll be slaughtering for direct to consumer. Um, our practices are agricultural, um, regenerative agriculture, 
And we found that this practice helps us and it's not only to provide quality food, but also to take care of the land. Um, that's a big thing for us. One of our customers asked us, asked, asked us, I'm sorry, um, why do you guys call farms since you raise beef? And my answer was because first we take care of the land. If you have healthy soils, you're going to have healthy plants, then you're going to have healthy animals and a healthy product. Absolutely. I'm so tickled that you brought up the term regenerative agriculture because it's something we're hearing more and more. And as um, we deal with climate change, whatever your um, position is on that, our weather um, is getting more extreme. We're drying out. There's more people, Mm -hmm. less resources to feed people. And I actually am one of those um, that I I truly believe our farmers and ranchers um, are the key component that can address the climate changes and that can um, do the things because they're stewards of this incredible resource, the land that we're on. So um, when farmers and ranchers sit down and they talk about what can I do to make um, an improvement to leave it better than than I found it, I I just, I so admire that. And so I commend you guys for keeping that as as part of your focus. And and most family ranches to some degree do that because there's there's such a strong connection to being fourth generation or or second generation or you know those kind of things and and for most family ranches and farms um, that is getting passed on to the next generation so um, you guys viewing that as an an opportunity to regenerate and to steward that land is is always such a good thing but it's also something your customers really appreciate right yes and with our c4 farms we actually um showcase everything that we do the way that we raise their cattle um the first thing that we do it we're telling our story and we have nothing to hide so and like i said our way might not work for the next depending on your resources and the type of land that you have we do lease um properties around in the chamo valley um and because we have different forages tommy calls it forage fed beef not just grass fed and that's the nerd side that comes out of him with the range because they don't only eat grasses out there they eat forbs they eat legumes they eat anything that's out there um we've actually even trained some of our cows to eat thistle and the quality um the nutritional quality at a certain time with the thistle actually helps with their nutritional value of the cattle so we actually call it forage finished beef instead of uh, grass fed beef right um, and we call it finished because a lot of the cows and people are jumping on the bandwagon now where you can actually, uh, they say it's grass fed. Well, it is grass fed, but is it grass finished? Because you can finish a cow within the last 30 days on grain and it's, it changes the quality and the nutrition of the meat. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think that's a really good, good point about um, connecting with your consumers. And we're seeing more and more folks do that. And as we have a reduction in um, the force in, in the farmers and ranchers, we're down to just a little over a percent and half of us are feeding the entire nation now. Um, folks want to connect with their farmers and ranchers, and so it's really neat that you guys are giving them this opportunity. And probably another really amazing thing about agriculture in the United States is the freedom that we have to operate in a way that fits our operation best and so for you guys to do this and showcase and share what you're doing with your consumers is really tremendous most consumers um, tend to view a lot of our products as commodity products they don't differentiate so when you guys give them an opportunity to do that I think that's a really valuable thing Um, but I will throw out a warning 
to folks, and, and that is, so in the United States, we actually bring in a lot of pounds of beef from other countries. And unfortunately, a lot of those are getting um, a grass-fed label. Mm -hmm. So if folks are buying um, a grass-fed product at a large chain store, there's a really good chance that that beef is not from the United States. And, um, and, I, and I share this with a lot of bias in that I think we need to take care of our local farms and ranches. Um, so I think for those of you that are interested in a grass or forage-based product, um, definitely connect um, with local farmers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and we really saw now with COVID, like how the importance of knowing where your food's from and just there was an interruption with the chain there for a while that people got scared, you know, so... Um, and not only that, but shopping local and sticking with your local farmers, you're not only helping a family, you're helping your whole community. And, and so. that's a really important piece too, right? Yes. Because then if, if we have a local economy, if you folks are giving um, jobs to a few people and providing a product that those of us in the area can buy, then that gives us a little bit of stability in our local economies and rural economies in the United States are struggling. So I think, um, I, I think in some ways maybe the COVID was helpful in that it pointed out we have some weaknesses in this country and, and food is certainly one of them. Yes. Um, so I think we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence in local food mm -hmm. and um, there's certainly some opportunities for farms and ranches to reconnect within their community and I really admire you guys for doing that. Oh, thank um, you. So I know you guys have some, um, you hire some local folks, you've got um, a couple of enterprises. Let's visit a little bit about both of those. Okay, um, so we do have C4 Farms, which is under Tommy and myself, and it's pretty much run just under us right now. Um, and like I said, we do um, the deliveries ourselves, so you'll either see Tommy or myself whenever we are delivering our product to you. Um, everything that we grow, we eat, so we are comfortable in giving it to our customers as well, and we want to provide a healthy product all the way around. Um, even with our kids, we, Tommy and I have four kids of our own, which we're raising and trying to um, implement these practices as well and show them that there's different ways to do it and that you can make a living off of, you know, in agriculture. I was like, it's, it's hard these days. And a lot of people think that you can, but it is possible. Right. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of hours, um, but it's possible. Um, so C4 Farms, that is one of them. The second one we have is C4 Enterprises. And before we used to have the feed store here. And so we kind of got an idea of the feed, the type of products that are, we're giving to our animals. Um, and then we decided that we needed a different type of enterprise, I guess you can say. And so we started up C4 Enterprises and we are putting up our own processing facility in Ensenada. And we um, are wanting to employ locals. Right now we do have six employees that are local. Um, to start it off and we are in the process it's been in the process for the last two years for this facility and um, we're hoping to start slaughtering within the next two weeks and we will be under USDA inspection so for those of us as consumers that's a big deal um, that means that they're meeting very very stringent guidelines um, and absolutely safe and healthy meat um, and, and there's actually been some research done Jessica I'm sure you're aware of it where um, small processors actually have stricter guidelines than the huge processors that are mixing vats full of commingled beef and, and so, some of those kind of things and I won't go off on that <laughs> too far but um, just to it to reassure folks 
Um, sometimes there's that feeling that, you know, meat needs to be really well taken care of, and, and that's absolutely correct. Um, and there's, you guys are certainly working to ensure all of those guidelines and then several above and beyond are, are being met. So um, the processing piece of it is a whole different business structure. And, and so you guys are um, doing some really neat, neat things in, in getting that done. And it is, we have, and the, even within the processing itself, we have the raw and the slaughter itself that has its own HACCPs. And for anybody that doesn't know, HACCP is a hazard analysis and critical, complaint, uh, critical control points. And these are the um, where we have to put in place the safety precautions and everything for um, USDA inspection. And uh, so you have your own even for the raw cuts, and then you also have your own for the ready-to-eat and the value-added products. So it's it's not just you're going in there and cooking we have rules and regulations that we have to abide by in order to have this right and, and the, another set that inspector is there um, ensuring that all those things are are happening and um, so that's pretty exciting that you guys are going to be able to employ um, locally for that as well because that's certainly a skill set um, that is a very valuable one and um, again that it's that opportunity we're we're considered to be a food desert mm -hmm. um, in this area and what that means is we bring in our food from outside of this area because we can't produce enough of our own but you guys are addressing that um, and so that's that's just some really cool stuff um, so let's visit a little bit about where people can find you guys your website is www.c4farmsbeef.com correct and um, you guys are on Facebook so you can search c4 farms grass-fed beef we are yes so we are on Facebook we're on Instagram um, we also have a YouTube channel that we started where it's called cooking in the kitchen with Jess and that I'm just uh, showcasing some of our products and how we use our beef um, and if you just look up c4 farms beef it, it should pop up and you can see all of our practices and what we have to offer um, the website itself if you want to um, order locally is c4farmsbeef.com and it's very simple um, it's very easy, user-friendly, so you can go through, check the products that we have on, in stock. If it's not on there, it'll say sold out. And then you just place an order, and then we'll contact you and see when delivery is best for you if you're local. Um, if you are out of town, we do deliveries down south on Thursdays. Okay, so you guys stretch quite a way. So, mm -hmm. and, and that's really good because some of our listeners here on um, KXJR, Chama Valley Radio, are also from the Albuquerque and Santa Fe area. Oh. So for those folks, if, if they're interested in C4... Um, beef, then they can reach out to you guys on that. Um, so let's visit just a little bit. I know you said you do a YouTube um, deal. Have you found that cooking your product is different than, um, say, Walmart beef? Yes. Absolutely, right? Especially <laughs> when it comes to even the ground beef right. um, because of the fat content and the type of uh, beef. Everybody uses ground beef, and there's so many products that or dishes that you can make with ground beef. Right. But, um, yeah, just even showing the way that we cook ours and the temperatures that you want, the type of the way that you want it, you know, cutting with the grain, without the grain on certain cuts, um, it showcases how we use our beef. Yeah. So there is a little bit of a learning curve um, when you switch to a grass-fed or forage-based product that is finished um, grass as well. And and the, and so what, what I'm saying for you, those of you that are listening, um, if you try this product and you're like, well, this just didn't work out quite as well, don't give up. Um, it we used to actually sell grass-fed beef for years and years 
15 years ago, and, and because of the structure in, in our family enterprise, um, we, we don't do it quite as much, um, but we're certainly fans of the product, and, and we're raising our kids on it as well. And um, there's just a place there where the protein structure is a little bit different, the fats mm -hmm. are a little bit different, um, and I, I am a huge fan of healthy fats. I think healthy fats are so important, especially for kids and brain development. Yes. But um, we have folks, the, the vast majority of the people in this country have a fairly sedentary lifestyle. They're not moving around as, as much. So um, while their protein needs may not be through the roof mm -hmm. where somebody that's physically working um, really needs some, some good proteins, those good fats really come into play for your healthy brain function. Um, and so I, I'm a fan of, of this potentially being a good um, nutritional product for you. And so if you guys have questions on the cooking of um, forage finished products, you can always check out the YouTube. Do they just search C4 Farms? Yep, C4 okay. Farms. So, so we've got that as a resource. And I'm not a professional, so it's just for the way that I cook in my kitchen. Right. So. Well, I, I can say that I have had some <laughs> of Miss Jessica's cooking, and she is spectacular on the oh, cooking thank you. piece of it. So uh, I would certainly take that advice um, any way I can. Um, so what else do you want to visit about today? Um, I do just want to point out also, because some people think that because it's uh, grass finished that there is a wild taste to it. That's not necessarily the case. And the beef that we have up here is going to taste different from beef that we there's down south, even though it's grass finished because of the type of plants and legumes and everything that we have. So we're unique in our own way because we have different types of feed that the cows are eating and it, it, you can taste it in the meat. There's, that's the difference. It's right. not necessarily a wild taste. Well, that, that is a, a really good point. Um, and tell us a little bit about some of the products that you guys are laying out as well as, as the, the raw beef cuts. You have some... Um, we do have, we have steaks available. Um, we do roasts, ground beef, um, pretty much every raw cut brisket, um, and then we are also getting into the value added. So we, um, we have some of our breakfast sausages. Some of the locals like our hot breakfast sausage. I think that's one of the popular ones. And then we also have beef sticks, which are, they are cooked, um, but they are not shelf stable. So with those ones, um, they're, they're frozen. There's no preservatives in there. Um, and that's one of the things with our products as well, especially with our value added. Um, we want to do be as healthy as we can so we are not adding any anything foreign that you can't say it's not going to be in our product it says um, for the preservative we're using salary powder as a type of preservative so that's why it's not shelf stable um, but we also have um, okay so the breakfast sausages those are fresh and everything's frozen that we have nothing we don't have thawed meat to purchase everything's frozen um, we have okay the breakfast sausages the beef sticks and then we're getting into our, our other value added where we just started our new hot dogs. So oh, cool. it is all beef hot dog. Um, there's no pork in it. And that's another thing, too. We're trying to use the entire animal possible. So the, it's the same fat that comes from that animal is going into our sausages and everything as well. So we can completely use as much as we can. Those sound really good. I'm looking forward to getting to try some of those. Um, and we didn't. We talked a little bit of, of about the products and the food, but um, one of the things that you guys do really interestingly and, and very passionately, we'll have Tommy on the show at some point and have him visit about it as well, um, but you guys do some rotational grazing, and um, Tommy is very attentive to um, 
rebuilding the soil that you guys that your cattle are on and again like you mentioned there's different ways of doing everything and in this format may, may not necessarily work for everybody but you guys are finding some really good results in in rotationally grazing your cattle do you feel like that's a big labor effort on your part um not necessarily so of course they always act up and want to get out and everything when there's fresh grass on the other side um but every day we we do um paddocks i don't know if everybody's familiar with that but what we do is we set up electric fence and we put them in smaller paddocks and we give just enough for the cows to graze for the day or two days depending on the size um and what that does is it it really they really cover the whole ground so not only are they eating the um, grasses from that specific paddock but they're also their waste is going to it so when they urinate when they um, fertilize that and then their their hooves stomp into the ground that's getting the healthy soils going down because and we're trying to get the root growth of the plants and we have seen the uh, benefits from that we started on just one part of the field and within three years it just comes up so lush and so full so when you have full pastures you're not having bare ground so that's very important for us to and Tommy can tell you the whole thing. I was like, he can sit out there and watch his cows graze all day. And he understands the science. So, yeah, we'll have to have him on the show to explain more about that. Well, we'll definitely do that. Um, another thing I wanted to point out is the Vista intern that we work with quite a bit, Brittany, is working with you guys to build um, a short informative video. And, and so hopefully soon we'll have that resource out for everybody to get to see um, really kind of a hands-on view of some of the cool stuff that you guys are doing. Um, and with that, I'm going to kind of, cycle back around um, so for any of you that are interested um, you can find c4 farms on instagram and facebook and then the the storefront website is www.c4farmsbeef.com and jessica thank you so much for coming in and joining us today we're, we're really appreciative to have you guys in the radio show with us but also as part of our community well thank you so much i really appreciate this time